plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed. Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Monday, and we're going to talk a little bit about habits to motivate you to push through and to persevere and to crush it and make it happen. And then we will talk about genetics and metabolism, how your genetic testings, how your genes, what your genes can tell you about um, how good you're going to do on high-carbohydrate diet or on a high-fat diet and intermittent fasting, or how good is caffeine and coffee for you? Because, you know, there is a lot of different data about caffeine, for example, and some studies show it's good for you, some studies show it's bad for you, some studies show uh, it's neither good or bad, it's, uh, you know, the dosage that uh, makes it good or uh, bad for anyone. Uh, but we also right now know that uh, some people are fast metabolizers of caffeine, some people are slow metabolizers of caffeine, and you can actually, actually genetically test for it. So we will talk about that. But first, let's talk about our habits and our motivation and how to stick with actions, with action that we know we need to do to reach the goals that we want to reach. Because at the end of the day, our goals, our dreams depend on our actions. And if we fail to follow through, to act consistently with passion to deliver our best results, we will fail to reach our dreams and goals. Because usually our most audacious goals and dreams and desires, they all depend on us doing our best, not just doing something when we feel like it, but actually showing up whether we feel like it or not and doing the work that needs to be done in the best possible way. And that's how we reach our dreams. And guys, I work with a lot of women and men and my clients all seem to have the same feature. I don't know, maybe we all humans have it because I definitely experience 
this from time to time, sometimes more often, sometimes less often in different areas of my life, like my business or uh, my studies or uh, sometimes my fitness and uh, getting to the next level in uh, any area of my life. So we all experience that uh, losing motivation, that we have motivation, we set our goals, uh, we want to transform ourselves, and then we start doing uh, something, we start taking actions, and then for some reason we lose the intensity, we lose the motivation, we lose the drive, and little by little, day after day, we stop doing our best work. We stop taking massive actions that bring the result that we want, the dreams, our goals. Uh, And then we get nothing at the end. So how to not lose motivation? How to not lose the uh, our goals and our dreams from our side? How to keep how to be focused on our goals and no matter what, persevere and act every single day, no matter whether the sun is shining or it's raining on our parade and nothing seems to work, how to still have this positive enthusiasm and passion and drive and deliver our best work uh, no matter what. You know what I find really helpful that helps me a lot? And if you ever watch my Instagram videos or any of my videos, you can see a lot of different posters and pictures and uh, words uh, on on my walls, walls and all around me. Um, so what I do to remind myself, well, what I do to keep my motivation up and to keep acting and to keep my perseverance and to keep my drive to show up my best self and do my best possible actions, what helps me is having these dreams, these goals, these words on walls, pictures of people who inspire me, inspirational quotes all around me where I can see them. They surround me daily basis, on a daily basis. They surround me uh, no matter how I feel, good or bad, and they remind me all the time that this is what I'm committed to. And whenever I feel like I don't want to do something, I don't want to take that action that I need, I need to take, I look at all of it and I remember why I started. And I remember why I got to do what I need to do. I remember why I need to persevere and to push through and to crush it and to show up as my best self. And then I do what needs to be done. And, you know, it's not always the best or 100%, but it's definitely better than what I would do if I didn't have that. So what I wanted to do this week Today, do it today, you know, because <laughs> there is no day uh, as today. You need to seize today to have the amazing future and to have the future that you want to have. And even Ryan Holiday says in one of his newsletter not so long ago uh, that the only thing you can do with today is to seize it, is to use it, to do your best, to show up your best with your biggest passions and drives as your best self and do the things that you know you got to do. So put something up on your walls. Your goals is a great way to start. A list of your goals for 2019, something really amazing that inspires you to be your best self, not something average that inspires nothing in you, uh, like, I don't know, make an average amount of money, but something that drives your passion, your 
feeling of mission, like something that really ignites you. Put it up, make it into a goal, make it beautiful, take it with you everywhere you go, put up some quotes, some pictures of people who inspire you, uh, maybe some destinations to travel um, to make this amazing year the best year of your life. Uh, if travel is your thing, you know, it's not for everybody, but put up something and make it inspiring, make it uh, igniting, make it shine and make it like really motivational and inspirational and look at it as often as possible and make sure it is in a place where you see, uh, that you see often. And when you feel like you're about to give up, or not do what you know you got to do, look at it. Understand that this action will lead to that result. And if you say no to that action, and if you decide to quit and be less than you can be, understand that at that moment, you are giving up on those goals and those dreams that you want to have in your life. So that's it for motivation today, guys. That's your homework. Put up some amazing goals, dreams, somewhere where you can see it and look at them every time when you have troubles to follow through, to persevere, to show up as your best self. So this is your homework. And let's get back to our genetic testing for carbohydrates, fats, and caffeine. So when it comes to carbohydrates, guys, and thriving on a high-carbohydrate diet, we actually did quite a lot of progress. Uh, I guess it's because of all the diabetes epidemic and problems with managing our blood sugar as a society. That's why more research is done in that area, and also because of a huge potential and huge, huge interest of pharmaceutical companies that, based on our genetic test, can potentially provide um, us some aid, something to help us uh, regulate our blood sugar, our blood glucose better. Probably because of that, we have more research in that area. So anyway, they did quite a few of tests and research, especially research in indigenous population, uh, people who basically live traditional lifestyle close to it as, as possible these days. And they found that people and populations who thrive on a high-carbohydrate diet, they usually, in most cases, would have this gene that encodes for a specific uh, enzyme that we have in our saliva that helps our body to break down starches and carbohydrates. And the more copies of the gene you have, the better you usually metabolize carbohydrates, and carbohydrates usually cause less problems for you in that particular case. And that, and also those people with more copies of this gene that produces uh, enzyme amylase, usually uh, those people regulate their regulate their blood glucose and insulin better. So if you have more copies of those genes, they they are they called ME1, ME2, then you are able to produce more amylase, and most probably you're gonna be okay on a high carbohydrate diet. But when I say high carbohydrate diet. First of all, high-carbohydrate diet, it's a diet when you have more than 50% of your energy from your carbohydrates. 
But people who thrive on high-carbohydrate diet thrive not on some junky food carbohydrate diet, but actually on whole food carbohydrate diet. So, for example, people like in Southeast Asia, Japanese who eat a lot of uh, rice and sweet potatoes and other starchy foods. Um, so people who thrive on a high-carbohydrate diet and indigenous people um, – and populations, they eat a lot of tubers with a lot of resistant starch, with a lot of fiber, that, uh, a lot of phytonutrients, minerals. Uh, they eat a lot of carbohydrates that are usually much slower digested than processed carbohydrates that you would find in processed foods. So again, when I say they thrive on high-carbohydrate diets, or you can thrive if you have the same genetics, it just means that you will be able to eat more, again, tubers or uh, whole grains or beans or maybe more fruits than somebody who has less copies of these genes, ME1, ME2. And to that, I just want to add to that, I just want to add that, um, oh, what did I want to add? That whether uh, you're going to know whether you are also a good metabolizer of carbohydrates or not so good metabolizer of carbohydrates, the best way to still find out find out because genes all it's just potential. Uh, it's not a it's probability. It's not certainty. So uh, the best way to find out what kind of diet works for you, and I'll repeat that a few more times. Do it for a few weeks, a month at least. Do it properly, meaning healthy version of, for example, high-carbohydrate diet. And then uh, measure your lab um, tests or measure your blood work in the beginning of your experiment and at the end of your experiment. So you want to measure your uh, fasting glucose, your blood lipids, your inflammation levels, and also uh, markers like body weight or body fat and overall energy levels. Um, and also, not every commercial company does... Uh, test you for these genes ME1, ME2 that uh, tend to be correlated with the uh, with your ability to digest carbohydrates. So Nutrigenomics, uh, there is a company, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes, does this kind of testing. Uh, 23andMe does not do that kind of testing. Just um, an advice, if you want to do that testing, then you got to go with Nutrigenomics and maybe some other lab, but that's the one uh, I know of that does this particular testing. So if you're curious to know whether you have these genes that help you to metabolize carbohydrates better, you can do that testing. When it comes to fats, guys, it's more complicated than that. Um, High-fat diet is defined as a diet when more than 30% of your energy comes from fats. Of course, we know that ketogenic diet, for example, it has much more fats. It's 60 and more percent uh, Ketogenic diet that was originally designed for treating epilepsy was more than 80% of calories came from fats in that diet. Ketogenic diets or high-fat diets can be very different, you know, different amounts of fats, different kinds of fats, different sources of fats. And also, you know, people who eat a lot of vegetables and a lot of fiber with more energy still coming from fats are going to have completely different um, results than people who have no fiber, no vegetables, and close to something like carnivorous diet. Those people will have completely different results from 
uh, from high fat diet. And obviously, if you're eating more processed fat, like oils and butters compared to fats from uh, fatty fish or whole eggs, it's going to be a completely different story when it comes to your health results, to your uh, blood lipids results. And when it comes to genetics, there is now, there is now no real definitive test on any genes, even though there are a lot of genes identified that can participate in fat metabolism, there is no test that can tell you that you are like a good metabolizer of fat or even potentially can be good or you are bad at metabolizing fats. The only way to really figure out whether this diet, this particular diet that you choose to do, because as I said, ketogenic diet or high fat diet, they can, those diets can be very different between people and the ways people do it. So the only way to figure out if it works for you or not, again, you got to do it for a few weeks, for four weeks, for two months. And then again, you got to measure your blood glucose, you got to measure your blood lipids, your inflammation levels, and there are lab tests for, tests for that. And then you want to measure your body fat and your body weight, your energy levels. Those are some important biomarkers that can be measured right now. And that will give you a much better idea what actually works for you and what doesn't work for you. And also it will tell you, what foods work for you and what foods don't work for you. You just need to experiment with those. And the last part of our conversation today is caffeine. And as I mentioned in the beginning, right now, um, using genetic tests, 23andMe can do that, and a lot of other companies, Nutrigenomics can also do that. So right now, these tests can actually tell you genetically whether you were a fast metabolizer of caffeine or a slow metabolizer of caffeine. And um, based on all the data that we have right now, it seems that half of the people are slow metabolizers and half of the people are fast metabolizers. We might not know exactly what it means, uh, like 100%, but usually what it seems to happen is if you're a fast metabolizer of caffeine, then caffeine usually produces a lot of positive results for your short-term health and your long-term health. And it decreases your inflammation and it improves a lot of health biomarkers. But if you're a slow metabolizer and can't tolerate caffeine all that well, then a lot of caffeine in your diet or a lot of coffee in your diet might not be such a great idea. But then again, you know, if you're drinking decaf, for example, then um, it's, you know, you might get your coffees without all the uh, cost, all the negative possi possible consequences that you might get if you're a slow metabolizer of coffee and caffeine. So uh, if you're curious about caffeine and how good or bad it is for you, potentially it can be good or bad, because again, it's the probability, it's not certainty, it's never certain certainty with biology. So um, if you want to test for it, and most importantly, uh, if you want to take actions on that, so for example, if you do the test and they tell you that you are a slow metabolizer of caffeine, then uh, you got to decide for yourself, uh, are you going to do something about it? Uh, are you going to stick with decaf coffee? Are you going to quit caffeine as much as possible uh, for, uh, for better health or better possibility and probability of health, or you're just going to continue drinking the same coffee in the same amounts. Well, if you're going to do nothing, then probably caffeine testing is a waste of time and money for you. But if you want to have 
the best possible health outcome and you want to take actions. So yeah, do that and figure out if you're a slow metabolizer, a fast metabolizer. That also will help you to schedule your caffeine for sleep. Because if you're a fast metabolizer, then you can drink your caffeine closer to uh, your closer to your sleep time. And if you're a slow metabolizer, like probably I am, uh, you'll better, you'd better not to drink coffee too close to sleep. Otherwise, your sleep quality will be compromised and you're just not going to feel as good next morning as you could without caffeine. So to sum up this episode, guys, if you're curious, if you can thrive on a high-carbohydrate diet, healthy high-carbohydrate diet, that you might choose a company like Nutrigenomics to test for ME1, ME2 genes, figure out if you have enough um, enzyme to process carbohydrates and digest carbohydrates the best possible way. So you might do that. Uh, but in any case, the best way to figure out what's your ideal diet is still is do that diet properly for a few weeks consistently. Measure your health biomarkers like your blood glucose, fasting blood glucose, like your blood lipids, like your inflammation levels, body weight, energy levels, you know, energy levels, you kind of just um, compare in the, at the beginning and at the end yourself. It's subjective measure. So that's what you do to figure out your ideal diet and make sure that you don't change too many things uh, throughout that trial period and you actually know what you do and you are consistent. That's how you can figure out whether this diet or lifestyle really works for you or it doesn't work for you. And also test for your caffeine uh, and figure out if you are slow or fast metabolizer. That can be really useful if you plan to take actions on that and live the longest and the healthiest. And as your homework, again, put up some inspiring goals on your walls, on your mirrors, on your doors, anywhere we can, where you can look at them really often. And whenever you feel like you have hard time persevering or sticking with actions that you know you need to do, sticking with work that you know you need to do to the best of your ability, the very best of your ability, if you want to reach your goals, uh, look at those goals, look at those inspiring pictures, inspiring people, inspiring quotes, whatever makes you tick, put it up there, put uh, up there your inspiring goals, your igniting goals, <laughs> and start inspire actions in yourself and stick with your best work more often because your best work gonna bring your best life into reality. And that's it for today, guys. Have an awesome Monday. Have an awesome week. Crush it. Stay with it. Stick with it. Put up some inspirational goals, quotes, and people where you see them often. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily. <laughs>